Welcome back to the Lost in Sci-Fi podcast, or as we lovingly refer to it as Lost in Genre. I am your uh, host, Leland, here with my other host, Elizabeth. Hi, everybody. And it is just another episode. It's December. It's mildly chilly. Yes, yes. So this episode's going up in December, because as the time we're recording this, it's still November. <laughs> Should I, will you redo that? <laughs> Don't you're breaking the mystique? Oh, I'm so sorry. I apologize. <laughs> well, now we have to keep it in because it's kind of cute. yeah, it is kind of hilarious. Uh, so I was just like, did you forget what month it is, or is this part of the plan? Is this part of the plan. <laughs> maybe That's okay. maybe it's both months. Um, <laughs> it is weird though. Um, I yes, is it typically ninety degrees in December or November? It can be sometimes. The fact that it is is upsetting. Yeah, I I don't know. Growing up in Florida, I feel like I shouldn't complain, but we pay a lot of money to live out here. It's supposed to be comfortable all the time, and That's December's true. always supposed to be kind of comfortable. I guess I just I I, I just really like my hoodies, and, mm-hmm. and and I have. But here's the thing: it's only like eighty five to ninety during the day, but like once six o'clock seven happens, oh, oh. it's like below forty at night. Oh, so God, yeah. yeah, it's it's kind of like okay, so you know you're just fucking up all my sinuses. Did you see the? The hoodie that I posted onto my Twitter feed, it was like one of those stupid, I don't know, probably all sweatshop labor clothing, and it's all like $20. It's this hoodie, and it's black, but it's got these pale blue and green tentacles on the top of it. It is gorgeous. And I'm like, but I don't need another hoodie because it's San Diego and I can't wear them, you know? But that kind of sounds like a hoodie you need. I kind of think I'm going to have to put I bought a jacket that I did not need recently. That's fine. A, A jean jacket, because... Oh, that's a thing I needed. <laughs> Lined with lamb. Like, I was like, oh, oh I will never be this cold. Mm. But this is a badass jacket, and the price was just perfect. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll get it. It's been a long-ass time since I've had a jean jacket. Yeah. So um, You know what it means? We have to go traveling the areas of the country or outside of the country where these jackets would be useful. Well, that's, what that's that means. The kind of the goal. Or, yeah. you know, or you, what is it? You were thinking of going to Julian. Mm-hmm. You will use it there. I'm de- oh, yeah. Especially if you're going like late evening and yeah. everything. When it's I love cute. that place. Oh. It, I mean, people outside of San Diego don't know what Julian is. It's kind of like a... It's about an hour and a half away, maybe? maybe yeah, give or take. Yeah. Um, from here, maybe. And it's in the mountains. It's in the mountains. It's 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 where you go to get your organic honey yes. and your apples and, Apple and cider and stuff. Yeah. And, and it's like a quaint little town that gets some snow. And it's um, they got a real good restaurant up there. they got several, but... Um, Me and a friend go to Witch Creek Winery because they have tastings there. And it's run oh, by these... I've never done that. That sounds fantastic. Oh, it's um, it's really great. Because I like the name. When we went there, there were these two, like, basically old middle-aged gypsies running the place. And they're sisters, and they fight with each other. You and it's said adorable. nothing that I do not want to do so in fun. life. Like, that may be on a bucket list yeah. at this point. Yeah. I'm like, go to Witch Creek Winery and meet the Witch Sisters? Yes. 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 Uh, there's a Buffalo Bills hamburger joint up there that tickles me. Yes, I've, I've been there. It is yeah. good. You can actually get Buffalo hamburgers. Yeah, it kind of takes away from the name. Like, oh, I, yeah. I don't think they got the joke. I was, I was like, about you know to Buffalo Bills. They just looked at me and was like, well, I guess you're not a big fan of horror. Right? I was just going to say, they're not the Silence of the Lambs. I didn't even go in that direction until you just said that. I'm oh, like, that oh, yeah, nice. Buffalo Bill, right. It was got my it. first thought. <laughs> I was thinking Buffalo burgers. They're tasty. That or, you know, Buffalo Bill while... What, Wild the, Bill Hickok? Yeah, or, or yeah. So, you know, there was Cowboys. Mm-hmm. No, not my name. That's not That's never not my where first thought. My first thought is always Silence of the Lambs when I hear the words <laughs> Buffalo and Bill together. And that strange dance in front of the camera. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. you know. But, uh, so, I came to you with a weird proposal 
that I really, really liked. Uh, about maybe a month and a half ago about domed cities and the concept behind them. I mean, they're, I, I, would you say they're a sci-fi trope or yes. they're just a thing? No, because you see a city that's somehow encased in glass or a force field or yeah. what have you and it's just... It just screams sci-fi. Um, it does. Um, and, and I like the concept of this weird emerald city looking mm-hmm. futuristic thing. Like the Time Lord city in the yes. dome or um, Atlantis. You know, stuff like that. It's always kind of captured my imagination. I really like that kind of that, that thing. So I thought, well, we'll just come up with our own. Instead of talking about everybody else's. Yes. Which we'll end up doing anyway. Of course. But... So we came, we gave each other like um, criteria to hit on certain things we had to hit, certain things we, and we could add whatever. There really was no rules to it. Mm-hmm. The only rule that we had was well, I don't know if, well, not really a rule. Um, we rolled dice to see who got what environment. That was really only the kind of crapshoot. So we had to really kind of bend our imaginations yes. towards something we maybe didn't think of. Which I like because it's, I don't know, it's, it's, you say, you know, oh, dream up any kind of city. You're like, ah, oh, that's too big. Of... It's too broad. Yeah, exactly. But you, like, narrow it down. It has to be in this environment. It yeah. has to be a dome city. Then you can work inside that little box. I like that. You no, know, it was fun. And we had, we gave each other, like, you know, swamps, um, forest, ice, water, uh, fire. I mean, all kinds of crazy mm-hmm. environment, mostly combinations of Star Wars and Star Trek planets, because mm-hmm. that's how our brains work. But <laughs> needless to say, we came up with, um, I chose to go this week with um, the forest environment. Nice. And what did you do? Ice? ice? Okay. So, oh, wait. All right. A fire. Oh, no. I was going to say fire and ice. No, not at all. Not quite. Forest and ice. Forest and ice. Um, so... Let's start with yours. Okay, I was going to say, how do you want to roll? Do you want to like go back and back and forth, no, or just do the? Okay, let's immerse ourselves in your world first, and then just discuss. Okay, yes. that sounds all right. So, I came up with kind of a shitty name, but my name kind of works off the the world. Okay, um, so I, the there are many of these cities. At least I put in my brain there are at least two on every continent. Sure. Um, but that maybe not so much the case. There could be one in the water, which would be kind of ridiculous because it's a forest thing. But anyway, you get where I'm going. Sure. One on the oh, the coast. Sure. You yes, know. exactly. And there's forests right there. Yes. Um, so, I, the, But anyway, there are many cities and they're all kind of named after. But the one I'm going to specifically deal with is called Shelter One. Okay. I, I feel like that's been taken in something I before. I don't know that I, it has, but I've always liked that idea of like... A world where they gave it a name, hoping that they would give it a better name later on, and it just stuck. Forever. And that's kind of what my thought process yeah. was on it. And like, and like, if you go to say another part of the world, it's shelter two. Yes. Like they just kept it going, depending on how many shelters they made it. I'm pretty one hundred percent positive this is some other thing that I've seen in some sci-fi world. Someone else called it shelter one, shelter two. I just can't think of it. And I haven't heard of it, and I've read a but lot of sci-fi. I got caught in the logic loop of it and I could not move past it. Like I was like, well, that's the name I want and nothing else is going to go through this until I come up with it. So I just kind of stuck with it, which is kind of like what you just said. So my thought process was that in the late 23rd century, after all the wars, all the terribleness, that we as humanity, I'm on our, I'm on earth. Okay. Okay. So I didn't go off world for mine. All right. Um, So, we as humanity have basically, we've ruined all our fossil fuels, all our resources. We are just kind of 
we're not doing well. We're existing? We're existing, but we don't have very much like vegetation or food. Okay. That's kind of our thing. Well, we have, no, I guess if you don't have vegetation, you really don't have food. No. Because yeah, yeah. the animals eat the vegetation and the meat eaters eat the, okay. So anyway, there's a whole circle of life thing. <laughs> um, we're not doing well. As you say, we're just kind of there. So with a last ditch effort, the scientists in the 23rd century, and, and we have had massive advancements in science. Like mm-hmm. we can do all sorts of crazy cool shit. Except save ourselves. Right. So they do they do sciencey things <laughs> where the concept is is they have a new kind of fertilizer, and the fertilizer in these new seeds are going to um, make big things. Okay. So big carrots. Sure. Uh, you know whatever science um, bioengineering exactly yeah. whatever makes science jargon Star Trek talk sure. so basically that's what they're going to do and it works for a little while well there's a side effect that they weren't expecting is that the ground becomes kind of I don't know the words for this um, vegetation can grow in it mm-hmm. things that live in the ground are fine but structures can no longer be supported on physical Ooh, ground. Interesting. Like it becomes a quicksand kind of continent. Yeah. No man, and it's like bad quicksand, like quick fire sand. Yeah. You know, but cooler looking. Sure. Um, and so, because of that, the trees and my thing is hundreds of years later. So, like over the next hundreds and hundreds of years of people learning to live. Without being able to touch solid ground, they of course take to the skies. Nice. And because another, with a side effect is the you know things were growing bigger, the trees became really big. Oh, like neat. some of them are almost the size of small towns, like oh, just wow. giant trees. Oh, neat. And then, or you know, other big sequoia type things, all you know, double in size, of course. But they were so closely dense together that they became like bigger on the up and so anyway over years they people have moved up into the trees nice like think an ewok village but not as primitive sure super high tech nice um and over time they've learned that the higher you got with the trees of course there's an air shortage because of oh that's not gravity. That's atmosphere. Atmos- I'm yeah. like gravity. That's Actually, the dumbest thing, maybe. Apparently, that's what it is. It's oh. like, you know, the atmosphere only holds in so much. Yes, I knew that. Yeah. Um, hence, the domes are keeping the oxygen in the atmosphere. But there's plenty of air. It's They're made from trees. So yes. it's we're fine on that. Yeah. But, you know, just the thinner air, the higher you go. So they've decided that, you know, domes are force field depending on what areas are in. So that's kind of where my thought process was is how they get them up into the you know the thing the, the thing the trees yes um so then it becomes like you know you have to develop new technology in a new entire lifetime or lifestyle due to what your environment is mm-hmm. um now several cities did not make it because of the ground problems so like humanity, of course, now that we're at peace because we have a common thing to problem, sure. uh, continents became one in a way. Mm-hmm. So, like, for let's say Shelter One is in the middle of America. Mm-hmm. So, think kind of like as a, um, I'm going to use this as an example, but don't hold it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Pan Am, how like there was no America no more, it just kind of became right. like, 
one big thing with districts. Yeah. There could be districts in the city, but don't think that. Like, okay. there's peace and harmony. My, right. My, everyone really kind of likes where they're living. In right, my right. Like, we don't have a Hunger Games situation. No, I, I just, right. I want to use that example as, like, that's, the world became, America became a different thing. Right. Like, but there's, like, two. So let's think they're um, middle of America, northern middle. So, you know, you get this the weather, the cold weather, but, like, you know, hot sometimes. Sure. But because it's big. And then maybe over in the south, southern areas or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, and that goes in same with like England and France and Italy became one kind of functioning. So it's a um, a mass peoples of cultures, races gathered together and then like new cultures and races. Well, I guess. And then you see sort of pieces of the old cultures showing up. Yeah, but you know, there's no structures left. So everything had to be built from the ground up. Mm -hmm. So, and who knows what the theme is of architecture and you know i don't know 2800 Man. you know but um so do, 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 the, the but the plants and the tree you know so there's giant flowers giant you know everything's really pretty yeah um for the most part humanity stays up in the sky mm-hmm. but occasionally they have to come down because you know we do need the food and i don't want to say that there's a um a vegetarian society because animals that live in the ground are still alive. Right. So you have your burrowers, like there's large, um, let's say like badgers, but okay. not badger, like a mole, but yeah. something that, like a gopher, and, giant meat gopher, and mean gophers. And they're dangerous too. They're I mean, dangerous. Yeah. They're, you know, um, rodents of a larger size, you know, yes. I, I use, you know, you don't, you don't fuck with them. Yeah. Um, snakes became mm-hmm. lizards reptiles that burrow i right. guess you will right. uh worms but don't think dune worms just they're just larger worms right they kind of keep themselves and there's no spice yeah like we're not eating their shit yeah we you know. to say we don't have some mystical element going on with the worms no nope, not at all got it uh so like i'm, I'm reading my notes that's why i'm no, hesitating no it's totally um <laughs> Yeah, and then, so, the cities, you can go down there and see some cities. Like ruined cities? Ruins. Oh, I love ruined cities. That didn't sink too well, but you can't really go on, though. No. I mean, you know, there's, like, streets and, you know, stuff. And there are excavators that go down there and get shit, and but they don't have any reason to go down there. Other than maybe go get food or, mm. you know, just keep checking out make Archaeologists sure yeah find I mean, bits of our, going on find bits of our technology what's this well it was called a cd walkman we don't know yeah, what they did you know? i don't know why they would go down there but you never know um so my hierarchy or society which i guess is kind of the same thing um i kind of when you had said choose is it a society or a hierarchy i almost felt like is it democratic or is it like royalty and class system or something like right. that right i i guess mine pretty much stayed the same mm-hmm. as it, it's you know what it's what we have now, but what it should be. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, like it actually works. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, I don't want to say there's like three branches of government. There's just there's there's maybe like an, a president or you know a commander or someone that's just general in charge to make decisions for mass groups of people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for the betterment of man. But no one is there's no king or queen. There's no royalty. Sure. I, um, I kind of that there's. Like, everyone has a purpose. Like, everyone has a betterment to move forward. There are no more materialistic things that we need to desire ourselves. The betterment of our our being is what we do now. So there's a lot of, like, artisans and technologies and creativities. And everyone's pretty well generally happy. Yeah. Um, There are a few, select few, that, you know, 
maybe are if there is a society higher up on the echelon of society, mm-hmm, but I don't, mm-hmm. they don't think that way. Right. No one goes like, oh, that guy's just clearly better than I am. Right. It's just kind of like, oh, he does this, that, I do this. Right, exactly. You know, and everyone seems pretty cool with it. Nice. Uh, my thoughts on the art is that there's a high level of wood art, sure. carvers and sculptors and painters, but like all kinds of new kinds of crazy things because, because of the if there's wood. one thing that they don't run short of it's wood right so, right i mean in these cities i'm i'm talking they're like built into the trees on top of the trees surrounding the trees the force field domes you know keep the air in and then like maybe the dome is only on the top part sure. like the lower you get into the atmosphere where it's more shady like you don't need necessarily uh the dome down there as much because right. it's fine but you maybe you need the dome because of uh, giant snakes. I was just going to say, like, the dangerous creatures that still sure. live down there. Yes. And, and there is a form of military, but mostly the military is for the creatures. Right. And it's common knowledge, like, oh, you're, like, I don't know, a scrapper. Oh, you go down daily to make sure the snakes stay in right. check or something. Is there, if, I mean, it sounds, for the most part, like everybody kind of gets along with each other. But mm. if there is a dispute, who handles the disputes? I guess the the military. Then maybe okay. there's like a vice president or... A, a tribunal something. Some, yeah, yeah, maybe there, everyone's kind of... Because I don't want to make it like... Because in my brain, if you have tribes or districts... Mm. Then you have leaders, and then there's always someone who's going to disagree. Right. And then that leads to issues. Yeah. And I don't want... In my mind, it is... A Star Trek utopia. Exactly. Like, everyone is pretty just happy to be alive and do their thing. Because yeah. that's what I want in life, so that's what I think. Exactly. Granted, it makes for a boring story because you there's know, no conflict. If you're creating a world, it's, sometimes it's hard to create, like, problems with the world. It's yeah, like, but and I'm I just creating don't see it. One. I'm going to handle it. Yeah, and, and if there is, like, I mean, I was just thinking now, like, you know, the lower cities in the the, the shelter or, the, you know, the, um, the shade area. Right. I guess some could be like, oh, that's the slums. Sure, I mean, but I don't want to think of it that way. Yeah, yeah. You just you don't like relive move. I yeah. mean, you know, do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Um, so the the money in my brain is is more of like a digital con- currency. Oh, interesting. Like you don't really you, like you needed to pay for things and you get it to build things, but you don't need it. Right. We like, don't we don't have the conspicuous consumption. Right. right. You're not like, oh my god, I need to have that whatever. If you want it, just go get it. Mm. And if you can afford it. But if you say if you can afford it, that means that means that means some people can't afford it. Right. I think it's more people just choose not to afford it. Like right. maybe they don't need it. Right. Um, but it's all retinal scanning. Oh, interesting. So that's how. Like I don't know science yeah. how that works. Like I, oh, you scanned your eye. Oh, you have a hundred dollars in the bank or hundred whatever they call it in the future. Sure. Now, as I said, like so, there are still pets. But because of evolution, pets are completely different. Ooh. So there's like a, 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 like if you look through the evolutionary line, you'd be like, yeah, that's a cat. That's considered a house cat. But that don't look like a house cat. Is it a lot bigger? Slightly bigger, but nothing crazy. Okay. Um, you know, same with dogs, whatever their equivalent is. Uh, I, I went with that birds pretty well stayed the same. Okay. Because they had no reason... They don't live on the ground. No. Now, the ones that do, they're gone. Yeah. Like, you know, extinct. But penguins, not a thing anymore? Not a thing anymore. Right, right. Maybe in the waters. 
Okay, but they still but have they to have evolutionized to, to be yeah. like a water bird versus right. a on land bird. Okay, um, but you know maybe they're slightly bigger due to evolution. But other than that, like birds are just birds. Yeah, ostriches not a thing anymore because they didn't have a place to no, stand. No stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and then my thoughts on the fashion of this world mm-hmm. were um, think very Star Trekian, but brighter. Ooh, like nice. brighter colors. Like everyone really into like bold reds and greens and blues. Like it. it's primary is really big. Nice. Um, and then like, but that's it. Like no one, but think space hippies. Ooh, okay. But not space hippies. So a lot of tassels and bells and. Yeah, but not. And ornaments. I didn't go steampunky with it as much as I probably could in another, like, no, no. Well, a steampunk forest city. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah that too. No, it would have been great. And I'm sure, you know, my. My other world that we'll do at another time, mm-hmm. oh, that one's fucking steampunk as fuck. Like, that one's because that just gives way more to what they're doing in that world. I like the idea of a Star Trek forest city, though. I like that feel. And I say Star Trek only because I can't think of another term for it, mm-hmm. but it is because I'm a huge Trek fan, so obviously that's where my brain goes first. But that's kind of like, you know, when in Star Trek in the Darkness, and the fact that I'm referencing it should tell you something, when they go down to San Francisco to fight. And they're running through what all those people were wearing. Yes, yes. But brighter colors. Got it. Like everyone, and, and like, um, and because of the, you know, again, because of the world, how it has worked, the Aurora Borealis is really big now. Like you can see it from kind of everywhere. Oh, wow. So every city gets like a really pretty night show and the stars are bright and, you know, and so that was kind of my world. That's nice. just, um, and like I said, like they, again, they like, they called it shelter just to start it. Mm-hmm. And I like that what you said. Like, and then just they were like, well, I guess we'll just never tra- change it because yeah. why bother at this point? A couple hundred years later, and everybody's like, that's the name. Yeah, you know? it's like New England. You know, it's exactly. Somebody probably thought eventually we're going to have to start calling it something else other than New, the name of our country. But they never did. Yeah, and like and over in the, um, so like in the shelter European version or addition or division division that was the word I was looking there for. you go um, like they built another Eiffel Tower oh wow but it's huge and it's you in know, the trees and it's in the trees and people maybe live on it you know like wow. it just stuff like that like some might or like if you go to the Asian countries it's very because the trees in Asia are different yeah so they don't have like a giant sequoia or pine tree down there I mean I'm, I don't so giant cherry trees. So everything's white and birchy. Yeah. You know, so depending on which country or culture you come from, the city reflected that. Oh, I love the idea of there being like, this is the city's tree, you know? Yeah. look like that. Um, and, and then there are still like planes or whatever if you want. Um, my, I had a thought that there's like interlocking um, metro systems, like long extended train journeys. Ooh, like wow. trains that take you from like North America and over or over the ocean like they you know the ocean has trees in it as well I mean well not trees but there are plants in the ocean and this affected everything so maybe like the kelp grew up out of the water in certain areas so maybe there could be a fucking city over the water a city over the water but it's a tree growing out of the water yeah like instead of a coastline it's like where the water hits the wood so mine that's how I went with it like I know I mean forest is such a generic term and there is a forest of kelp. Mm-hmm. They do call it that. They I, do. You know, yeah, so yeah, I, that's sort of the, and the sea animals, oh, they big. Oh, wow. 
But the animals aren't really a problem. Like, like if there was a movie, we're not dealing with, oh, the animals got smarter. They're going to open our doors the, now. The, like, the they're sharks just there. are eating at the trees. Or yeah. Like the, the animals aren't like a daily occurrence. It's like every once in a while. Oh, hey, um, a giant badger did something. Well, I sure. guess we got to go fix it. Sure. You know, like there's no Jurassic Park situation happening. Sure, sure, sure. We don't have monster creatures attacking the houses. No, not at all. I just was like, you know. um, And our export, depending on what country or, you know, shelter you're from, is what it is. So, like, a lot of wood is the export. Uh, A lot of fruits and vegetables. Because that's what is in abundance now as far as the food and the cuisine is all, like, and, and then, you know, there's hybrids. Like, we have fruit we've never even heard of. Mm-hmm. You know, big, wonderful fruit. The drinks are amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, and, you know, and everyone's, everyone's really cool. Nice. I, and my thing is, like, you know, like, 900 years in our future. Got it. Cool. So, I mean, there, who the fuck knows what's going on. Anything you know? could have. You think about what was life like 900 years ago, and then you try and extrapolate yeah, 900 like, years Yeah, like, it's forward. just, and then, you know, um, it maybe in Egypt, it's like, Wooded pyramids in the sky. Oh, or some of those, like, I don't know, some of the Middle Eastern trees that you see, like the banyan trees or things oh, like that. Or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe in Hawaii is a giant palm tree. I know. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh I, like, I like it. I like it. You know, so that's, I guess there's more cities than I thought of, isn't yeah. it? I think about it. But that's where I went with it. Nice. And that's, that, and, and, but the ground is, un, it's unlivable. You cannot walk on it without dying because of this quicksand issue. And, right. but, you know, Maybe someday, but really, if you now that you're Jetsons, Jetsons, you're doing the Jetson thing up in the sky, why would you want to go down? Yeah. Oh, well, I guess helicopter technology would probably be pretty good in this society because you wouldn't need runways to take off from that way. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, I mean, there could be planes, but I, I like the idea of trains better. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, there's a plane, but yeah. who cares? Sure. Yeah. Right. But all right. Is, and so that was me. Um, I like now it. Now, you did ice. I did, I did, and uh, I was also looking at the some of the BBC programs on Arctic areas to try and get some oh, ideas. Okay. So I figured this is a planet that we colonized, but we colonized it over, I'm going to say, 100,000 years ago. No, strike that, I meant 10. So, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was going to say, that's a long time. That's a long time, 10,000 years ago, so that people have definitely changed over 10,000 years, but we're not unrecognizable. Oh, so we still have the humanoid look? We do, we okay. do. But we are we are definitely different at this point. Now, we colonized it. It is an ice planet, so it is completely covered with ice at all times. Okay. And we colonized it because there is a natural gas that is very good for space travel coming from here. So maybe shades of the spice going on there. But When you, know. you say ice, do you mean more like Hoth or more like Andor? Uh, um, or like, Hoth. like okay, so like Hoth, not Krypton, right? Okay. Exactly. No, no, it's definitely. I mean, it's like I'm just getting a visual. Sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Imagine what the Antarctic looks like, but not during the summer when things kind of melt a little right, bit. Where it, like what it's supposed to look like all the time, right? Yeah, exactly. Like when people are talking about the Antarctic, and sometimes there's grass. I'm like, there's no grass here. It's yeah, all no. ice. Every you bit mean of it's before ice. climate change. Yes, yes exactly. Got it. Right. That myth. Fake news. Fake news. And. So it's not really the most hospitable place, but we can live there. Mm -hmm. And over the years, this society has developed. The name of the planet, and I was actually going through a bunch of different names. I'm going to say the name of the planet is Allura. Okay. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And the name of one of the major cities 
because there are some domed cities around there, is Baridi. And the thing is, is that the domed city, which is domed to protect from the elements, to make it a little warmer in there. Logical. But it's a society, you were talking about a society versus a hierarchy. It's a hierarchy, but like you, I didn't make it like terrible. Like, you know, the, the sure. royal people aren't, you know, persecuting people or being, you know, let them eat cake or whatever. However, the average person doesn't necessarily think a whole lot of the royals because they're like, there's reasons why they exist. The city is there mostly for the royalty. And a lot of people to this day, even, you know, 10,000 years later, they believe that it's kind of like a big monument for homesickness. Like it keeps the environment the way it was from when we came from Earth all those years ago. So some sort of like evolutionary comfort? Kind of, okay. yeah. And the royals who tend to live there have not changed as much as the people who don't live in there. It's a heavier gravity on this world. So people, I didn't make them shorter, but they are definitely stockier, which also helps if you're living in a very cold environment. Right. You know, I think like polar bears or whatever. You know, they tend to be big, you know, put on a lot of weight. Um, the royals have tended to stay more like kind of the smaller, like Earth-like people, mm. considered scrawny if you're actually living on the planet. So you've got the people who live in the city, the royals. You've got the people who live in some places you can tunnel through the ice to get down to the bedrock. And there are some mining for ores that go down there, but it's not their major export, but okay. still you kind of need it for the society. Those people, for some reason, I, I thought of them as kind of like a fairly laid-back mafia, you know, okay. <laughs> they're they're sort of they're they're a bit on the tougher side, a bit on the boisterous side, or whatever. You don't live underground in that kind of environment for too many years without getting a little weird. So they're oh, a little that's fair, yeah. But they also protect their society very strictly. I mean, you don't have people coming back and forth there, but they have to trade with people closer to the surface because there's things they need that they can't get down under the surface. But the people in the middle are the people who live closer to the surface, not in the city. There is some, like, tunneling under the ice, so kind of the Hoth sort of environment, mm -hmm. you know, with the ice tunnels and everything. But a lot of, you know, ice structures and snow structures that sort of live up on the top. And they are um, maybe a little more worldly than, like, the Inuit people, you know? Okay. But they do have a strong society, and they are the people who, they do a lot of the hunting, because there are some animals that they can hunt. The only vegetation that really grows on this planet, because it is covered with ice, you've got lichens that kind of need a little bit of sunlight. And I actually looked it up. There are, honest God, edible lichens that you can eat on this planet. You know, they What's grow... a lichen? I mean, you, I mean, I assume you're not referring to the werewolf. No, 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 no. L-I-C-H-E-N, not L-Y-C-A-N. So, yeah. Um, but it, it tends to grow on rocks. Like a it's, moss? Yeah, it's in the same family as that. Okay. But it has a more leafy appearance okay. to it, but it did, it grows on like rocks and can grow like in very icy. They're call them. I think they're part of the extremophile uh, series of um, plants that okay. they can grow. So they're edible. They are. Okay. They are, and that's like you've got to have something to have some kind of vegetation for everything. Sure, sure. So the people who live closer to the surface, they're the ones who kind of get that to the royals and also get them to the people in the tunnels. So there's definitely a trade that goes on with all of that. All right, so I've done what the society is like. Uh, the dress does, like, in the royals, it tends to be kind of what you were talking about. Definitely a little more sci-fi, mm -hmm. a little, like, built for comfort in that type of environment. It'd be totally useless if you go outside. Another reason why people look at them and they're like, eh, fine, you know, it's like, 
in other societies when they're trying to like dress up for a party or whatever a lot of times they'll dress up like the royals or what they think the royals look like but it's kind of considered sort of a funny thing you know so like they're in high <laughs> heels where everyone lives in the world of boots exactly yeah. exactly and you're just like where are you going with those? exactly yeah. and then the people who live on the surface definitely you know the very thick coats and mm-hmm. whatever and boots and whatever and you were talking about the artistry that goes on. A lot of that comes out in the craftsmanship and the clothing. That, you know, you can have boots that are totally utilitarian, do whatever you want, but you can go to somebody who really knows what they're doing and you see these just made beautiful, but very warm, you know, they work. It, sure, just because you live in a society devoted to the artistry of clothing, yeah. it doesn't mean a functionality over fashion. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You can still go mine for things and look nice. Exactly. And then I remember reading, I think I've seen this in a couple places. I remember reading it in a book called Daughter of the Bright Moon, and she's kind of a warrior sort of woman, and she has this cloak. She had lived out in the desert, and her people, a lot of times, the interesting embroidery, all the beautifulness, would actually be on the inside of the cloak, because oh, okay. the outside is that. So there's a lot of that that goes on, that the well, inside okay, of the coat and everything. Nice. Yeah, because yeah. you can go out and be in the snow and the wind and the ice, but still have nice things. Is know? outside the dome inhospitable it is not you're not going to be able to, it's very much like the arctic and the antarctic okay, like here. you can you can't you can go outside yes. and do things in it yes. but you don't want to live out there right okay. and the more if it's like hoth if there's a storm that's coming in mm-hmm. or nightfall or whatever you could die fairly quickly okay so okay cool you don't you don't go out there lightly but you you know especially if you know what the hell you're doing sure you can survive a lot longer so that's kind of where the artistry comes in also my sister Hannah, I was asking her about all the sports that are usually played in ice. And apparently lacrosse was actually developed originally in colder climates. This seems to make sense. Yeah, exactly. But there are no trees on this planet except in very specific instances. Okay. So a lot of it, there are whales in areas where there is water, though most of the water is completely frozen, but you can go into some areas. So a lot of stuff is made out of bone and whale bone. So you have these like very intricately crafted utensils and sports instruments that are all carved out of bone. So I like that a lot. The money, this is something that I really, I don't know why I latched onto this, but I figured technology is not really huge in this society unless you're one of the better royals in the city and everything. So they go back to a lot of techniques that we used pre-technology, but I didn't want the coins you know i was thinking uh you kind of don't want something really heavy mm-hmm. because you're walking in an ice environment that might be treacherous though technically a lot of times if you're walking in ice you want to carry weights with you because it gives you better traction but ignore that anyway sure. but yeah so in a lot of cases barter is the biggest thing on these worlds you know you have something someone else wants it so you know that kind of like trading for the craftsmanship that you know how to do with someone who knows how to do something right. else the royals actually keep a lot of their power because there is still some off-world travel that comes to the planet, so they have access to what limited technology there is. They have access to supplements, because even after 10,000 years, there's some things that human living in an ice environment would kind of need, so there's a lot of, like, I don't know, like vitamins and foods and whatever that if you can afford it, you can maybe be a little healthier, so mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But then, in some cases, a holdover is because wood is so rare, it's in some places still used, but it'd almost be like 
walking into a Target and giving somebody a doubloon, I mean, it is still valuable, right. but the average person doesn't know what its value is, and they certainly don't have change for it, right. so that kind of thing. So wooden currency in some places. And I didn't want it to be coins, because I had this idea of... Well, wood the, is lighter. Uh, the, yeah. yeah, exactly. But it's not entirely practical, because in sure. a cold environment, it won't last long. But it, you still see it from time to time. Have you ever heard of tally sticks? Do you know what that is? No. It was an old way of measuring amounts. You know, you would have like literally a wooden stick and notches would be cut on it or things written okay. on it. And you, that became money in and of itself because it's tradable and sure. everything. So I like the idea of a currency that's not a coin, it's not a paper, because I definitely thought paper wouldn't be a thing. But it's actually a stick. Get this, I made some more. So they look a little bit like this. But they're big enough that you could hold them if you're wearing gloves. Uh-huh. They have holes in them so that you can string them on Wait, a belt. Did you just happen to have these as another purpose? Or? No, I made them. Okay, for you this. made them. Okay, made them you made this. a visual thing. I for, made a visual okay, thing because I really I was thinking about this so much. And we were coming back from work the other night. I told Jade, I'm like, we have to stop by this art store because I need to buy some kind of stick that I can carve. <laughs> and she's like, oh, and she actually found it too because I was looking at some other things. And she's like, oh, here you go. And there's a section of craft wood. Sure. It's balsa wood, which I know my sister Catherine is nodding. She's like, oh, I've heard of this. You know, like wooden airplanes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Really super light. Oh, it's, yeah, it's really yeah. light. Okay. But I think in in a real world environment, it would have to be something tougher. Because even though I've like put some stain and some polyurethane on it, yeah, you, you would, could still... Like, these are really pretty. Well, you could still mark them with your fingernails. So these wouldn't be tough. But I put a different design on the side of each one. So the different designs may be different denominations? Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The back all has like... The back, I used my Dremel to like just sort of like notch little patterns on. Sure. I used the Dremel to kind of like round it out so that it looked like it was worn. But the front, it, the wood is so soft that I used a mechanical pencil without a lead in it and just drew the patterns on it. That's how soft that wood oh, is. These are really cool looking. Oh, thanks. I mean, <coughs> oh, yeah, I didn't have it. I, I cheaped out on my currency. Oh. Digital. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> fine. Totally. But I, I loved, I wanted to kind of get the names. And the names, people don't even use these words anymore okay. but the names kind of stuck so the name of money as a whole is called grove or groves okay that's like when you talk about money so you have the biggest number of currency is a forest and three trees make a forest three saplings make a tree three planks make a sapling mm-hmm. and three chips make a plank so right yeah so i thought but people don't even know what those words mean anymore because wood isn't generally a thing right like they don't know that it, what a forest is they the, their idea of the word forest is right. the biggest exactly okay. which you know ten thousand years from now the word would might still be around but and jada was the one who suggested that at one point well, which was, ones are your scallions yeah, I, I need to have those. That'd be like a little, like, three of those comes into a chip. They're really tiny. Kind of hard to keep track of, you know? Jada had suggested, when I was telling her that the reason why you have this wooden currency is because wood is almost unheard of, she said, oh, except for, like, one museum with a tree in it. I'm like, yes. That's yeah, it. no, that's fair. The royals would have a museum, and there's yeah. one tree that's, like, maybe a thousand years old or something. So, okay, so you have the royals who are not necessarily... Like they do things, yeah. but they're not—they're not hated, right? Right. But, but they're just—they're just, just there. Yeah, and they—they they hold them to their power because they have 
more of the education in things like technology. Okay. Like they wouldn't know how to build a structure out on the ice, but they know how to trade with off-worlders to get things. And there has to be a city where off-world people can come to because off-world people are probably not going to land and go into the rock tunnels or they're probably not right. going to land and go into the snow tunnels. They want some place that has a spaceport and all that kind of stuff. So that's the royals stay around. They also, in case of disputes... You can probably take your dispute to somebody and do that. You know? Okay, so, I mean, it's not like a utopia. There is right. the general, like, there could be some crime. Yes, yes, from time to time. But but, but it's not, it, generally everything's pretty good. Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. And I kind of figured, at first I was sort of worried about that. I'm like, well, I made a society, but there's just not a lot of problems. And I realized with you, you're like, no, there's just, you know, people have got their shit worked out. Yeah. You know, it's kind of neat. I like the idea of... In a lot of the underground cities and in the kind of surface world, there's traveling teachers who come around, which is a thing back in the, the old west. Right, you right, know, yeah. you'd have a teacher who'd come by, teach people for a while, and go on. So they learn their thing. I like the idea of some people, if they're very, very apt, they might actually get to go to the domed city, but you generally need a sponsor to do that. And I, I don't know why, but I like the idea of the under ground the rock people like being kind of like i said like laid back mafia and they have a little bit more in the way of maybe material wealth and they just kind of like sponsoring smart people into the city. it's sure. almost like thumbing their nose at the royals it's just like yeah one of our people's going into that city that's right, right. so i just i like that idea um what else did i have written down do you have like a architecture look to is it kind of it, yeah. ice looking or yeah. is it yeah well i liked the idea of in the domed city, it's more modern, but there still is kind of like, because it's sort of like almost a homesickness thing, there is there is almost a feeling of what they thought like an ice structure should look like. Oh, you know, okay. these like spires and glass and, you know, all sorts of things. Not technically very practical, but if you're like, what would an ice city look like? Well, it'd look like this. Not in the real world, that would break, but right. that kind of thing. And the rock things tends to be more utilitarian tunnels, but they mm. have their own kind of architecture and arches and statues. And I almost thought like, almost like an Indian kind of feel like to it, you know, okay. very heavy structures, but with kind of intricate carvings in it. Oh, no, okay. And then I thought the surface, the ice people, you know, it's like the igloos and maybe like hide structures, but the tunnels themselves, the ice tunnels tend to be, they they didn't go for their artwork in an architecture sense because it's ice and they are aware of sort of the eventual impermanence of sure, it. Sure, sure. Which is why I didn't figure that kind of like ice sculpting really became a thing because they're a little too practical for that. They're yeah, they, kind of they, like to them it's there. Yeah, it's not exactly. something to be played with. It'd be yeah. like, you know, us, you know, the, the popcorn ceiling stuff that's on, Ugh. you know, places. Imagine making artwork out of popcorn ceiling structure. You probably wouldn't do it. You're no. like, we have it, but it's not artistic. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. I'm sure there was something else I wrote down. The animals are sort of bigger and heavier just because of the heavier gravity and the environment because it's cold. So a lot of fur, that kind of thing. No reptiles on the whole planet. They nope. makes complete sense. Right. They, they weren't there when they got there and they didn't, if they brought any with them, they died. Yeah. I, have you ever seen pictures of snow leopards? Oh yeah. Yeah. They're gorgeous. I really like the idea of snow leopards being a thing, but bigger and heavier. Sure. That kind of thing. And, reading that they have slightly smaller ears because in a cold environment you're not going to have big pointy stick up ears yeah. they freeze so that kind of thing and there's a trope if you go into tv tropes 
like when you're talking about horses in sci-fi shows, the trope is called our horses are different. So you add something to them, you add antenna to them, you mm-hmm. add horns to them, oh, whatever. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, I really like the idea of a lot of the carnivorous animals on the planet being the saber-tooth variety, because I looked into walruses who live in icy environments. They have those tusks primarily to fight with, but they can also use them to break through the ice if they need to. And yeah. in some cases, they actually use them to haul themselves up out of the water. Makes sense. So, you know, my, my cats are different. My wolves are different. They have right. saber-tooth type of things. So, And there's some domestication of them a little bit, but there aren't herds you can hunt, but just a herd environment didn't work in the ice, I mm-hmm. suppose. But you have, like, you know, kind of musk oxes that hang out on so the... So, I mean, there is a meat source to eat if they wanted to. Exactly, okay. exactly. I figured they were actually closer to being a carnivorous society than being a, a vegetarian society. Well, yeah, it's really, you've got, it won't grow there Yeah, you've well. got, like, fungus in the tunnels and mushrooms and stuff like that, and you've got lichen on the surface, and you've got some crop growth that grows in the royal society, but even then, I mean, it's just something about the light from the sun wasn't good for those crops, yeah. so you'd, like, no corn, you know, it's that kind of thing. No, yeah, meat's fine. Yeah, big leafy vegetables weren't really a thing, you kind of have to just either get lichen i found out watching some of these arctic shows that i was watching they showed these inuits who were hunting narwhals and apparently the skin of a narwhal has almost as much vitamin c as oranges so that's why they hunt them that's actually a real thing that they have vitamin c and so i thought but 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 an orange doesn't have to die. Oh, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's like, this was the BBC, the Human Planet show, which yeah. is almost as good as the Planet Earth show. But, I mean, it's hard because, you know, if you're living in an area, remote area of the planet, you're probably going to have to hunt and kill something. So yeah. it's kind of hard to watch. It, no, I, I get you. At yeah. least with when people have to do that, like, we're like back in the day with the Native Americans, at least when they killed a buffalo. Yes, all of it was put to use. Right. It wasn't like the poaching of today where it's no. like, oh, well, I'm just going to take the tusks and yeah. leave this giant carcass to no. rot. Yeah, and that's why I loved watching the narwhal thing because these are Inuits. They're Eskimos and they are closer to American Indians than we are. Yeah. I mean, not the same thing. But at the same time, yeah, they use everything. I mean, they obviously they eat the skin for the vitamin C and they use the blubber and they use the meat. Sure. The it's just structure. a shame that they have to kill one of the more creative creatures on the planet. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, they definitely don't hunt them for sports. They hunt them because they need to, which I figured the same thing. But then I had this whole idea of, like, you could even have, like, it's such a trope, such a story that you've heard so many times, but you've got this one woman who's one of the surface dwellers, and she's kind of this, you know, substantial woman. She's, you know, got, you know, got meat on her bones and whatever and she happens to run into one of the royals at one point and totally doesn't think very much of him because he's just a little on the useless side but you know and then you have like the accidental romance that happens between the two of them and sure. of course he looks like Tom Hiddleston so you know there you go well, so. not, yeah no, I see where you're going <laughs> exactly but the thing is that story has been told a lot of times oh sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's, all, it's, it's fine. totally fun but yeah, yeah. So was there any of your qualifications that I missed on this? I no, think I, I, th- I think we created two distinctive worlds. Yours is off-planet, mine's on-planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I look forward to doing this again. Me too. Relatively sooner than normal. But um, as a preview, the next time we do this, you will be doing a world within or around water. Yes. And I have got caves Oh, nice. Yeah. And that was what we chose for this. Well, the the, the dice told us. And yes. then 
if we do it again, we'll have a whole another set of environmental things to work off yes. of. Um, I thought this was a great idea. I mean, when I first started, I was like, I don't, and I thought, because I, I really, really like books that talk a lot about the details of a society. Mm. And I even like, I even asked Catherine, I'm like, okay, so if you're on a planet that's all ice, what kind of God structure would there be? And she said, well, it depends if you want like, if you want a benevolent God, there could be some kind of idea of like flowing green tree type things. But if you want an evil God, that's the God of like gangrene. That's the God of, I don't know, fire in an enclosed space, that yeah. kind of thing. And so, yeah. Yeah, I, like I didn't that. think that too. I didn't, yeah, there's no religion on mine. Yeah. Like, like I figure over evolution, it, it, science clearly won out in my world. Right. Nothing against it. No, no, it's no. It's just no. that they realize that, you know, all the praying didn't seem to help. Right. And I kind of went in the other direction because technology is slightly less in a lot of places. There are some scattered religions around. I like the idea of there being one where the afterlife is a lot like this plane. You know, mm. it's not too much different. And it's still cold, except in that afterlife, the cold doesn't bother you. You know, and that's, right. that's like what you aspire to. You know, you're just like to be able to survive in the cold and do whatever you want that that thing that has sort of dictated your whole life is still there. You just don't mind it anymore. I like that idea. Now, you mentioned in yours that people looked slightly different. Yes. What was your thought? What did, the, what did your look acquire? It's, it's really just kind of like the environmental aspect of living in a cold environment for 10,000 oh, years. Okay, so you know, so they're so. not like blue. Or no. Like, no. Okay, no, they're no. not like, they don't look alien. No. They but, just still look humanoid, yeah. but just... Shorter and more stockier yeah, and hairier. Yeah. Actually, okay. I figured, I don't know why I didn't go shorter. I figured they kept kind of a, the same, I don't know why. I just figured they kept the same height. Yeah, Instead, fine. they just kind of got a little bit broader, able to handle a heavier right. environment. Something about like, you're, apparently there's certain animals, their nasal passages have changed so that they can breathe cold air without injury, better okay. into that kind of thing. Yeah, now mine are just, in my mind, they just all became, uh, you know, a wonderful caramel beige like you know like everything you know with all the races coming together whatever mixed race color that's what everybody is in the future like so there could be lighter people there could be way darker people it's just no one cares and that i think i kind of had a little bit of that i found a cool website and this is really handy it is called indifferentlanguages.com you can enter in a word and find out what that word is in just about any language that you can possibly imagine oh that would have been helpful so the planet that I came from Elora Mm -hmm. that's actually snow in the Basque language oh right on and then Baridi which is the name of one of the major cities is actually Swahili for cold so that's kind of like so I kind of figured you had all of these cultures mm-hmm. that colonized the planet so that there were leftover words that came in every once in a while. Yeah. So I've got like a bunch of names for different cities, and they're all in different languages, which I kind of like. Oh, right on. Mm-hmm. Well, that will be us for this week. Thank you for going with us on our imaginary vacation during yes. spots. Please come uh, again. And I'm Leland. And I'm Elizabeth. We will see you next time. Bye, guys.